You're listening to Comedy Central. July 17, 2018. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. tonight here to talk about his new album world-renowned rapper Wiz Khalifa is here everybody and full disclosure when I went backstage to meet him I might have got a little bit contact high (laughs) but first let's catch up on today's headlines remember how when uh, Barack Obama was president racist people kept telling him to go back to Africa well he finally listened Former President Obama is in South Africa this morning to make a rare high-profile public speech. His remarks to about 15,000 people are the climax of celebrations marking the 100th anniversary of Nelson Mandela's birth. I believe in Nelson Mandela's vision. I believe in a vision shared by Gandhi and King and Abraham Lincoln. Prior to arriving in Johannesburg, he visited his ancestral home in Kenya, where he opened a youth center run by his half-sister, and it didn't take much convincing to get Obama onto his feet and dancing. Yeah, yeah, that's right, America. You used to have a president who could dance and speak English. I don't know if you noticed uh, in the clip of Obama dancing, there's a woman in red, she's in a wheelchair. But watch what happens, she's in a wheelchair next to him. Look at this, Barack touches her. (laughs) Look at that, what? What, Obamacare works! (laughs) Look at that! Your premiums will rise, but so will you! Yeah, Barack Obama healed a woman in a wheelchair. You think Donald Trump can do that, huh? I'll tell you this, Donald Trump would get the woman out of the wheelchair just so that he could sit in it. That's what he would do. He'd be like, finders keepers, folks, it's a miracle. I have a chair now. Oh, in other news, today is World Emoji Day. Yes, Apple and the Unicode Consortium announced more than 70 new emojis today. So, congratulations to women with curly hair, yeah? Uh, uh-huh. Storm from the X-Men. <laughs> And this Irish dude in blackface. Yeah. <laughs> really exciting times. Probably, probably uh, the most useful new emoji, the mango. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what, what better way to tell that special someone I'm horny and my dick is shaped weird? <laughs> All right, let's move on to today's top story. Now, unfortunately for America, Barack Obama isn't the president anymore. This guy is. Right? And whoever you picked in this image, you're right. (laughs) After President Trump threw America under the Russian bus, everyone stateside lost their shit. And I do mean everyone. Republicans, Democrats, even Taylor Swift's cats, who are famously apolitical. (laughs) They all came down hard on Comrade Trump. The president chose Russia, in front of everyone. You cannot cut deals with the devil, and you can never trust Russia. One of the most disgraceful performances by an American president in memory. That's what made it disgusting. That's what made his performance 
Disgusting. This entire trip has just been one giant middle finger from President Trump to his own country. He stood there like a little wet noodle. I mean, whatever happened to the strong words or to the strength of Ronald Reagan when he stood there at the Berlin Wall and he said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. What happened to all that? <sighs> Welcome to 2018. Where Donald Trump is so bad at being president, he made the Terminator sigh. <laughs> you realize that's the toughest guy in history, and now he's just like, I'll be back. Or not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing matters anymore. <sighs> now look, President Trump is no stranger to criticism, right? But it's not often that even his closest allies slam his actions. Even Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House and swollen Mike Pence, tweeted... <laughs> that this was the most serious mistake of Trump's presidency and that he must clarify what he meant. So, just like after Trump praised the Charlottesville Nazis, today, the president was forced to come out and pretend to believe something different than what he said. And I don't know if you guys believe in omens, but watch what happened. Let me begin by saying that, uh, once again, the full faith and support for America's intelligence agencies. I have a full faith in our intelligence agencies. Whoops, they just turned off the light. That must be the intelligence agencies. <laughs> there it goes. Okay. You guys okay? Yeah. That was strange. I like how he's checking if everyone else is okay, but if you look at his body language, he was like, I have full faith, and when the lights come on, he's like, everyone else okay? I'm cool. I'm cool. You guys okay? I'm cool. I wasn't scared at all. I'm cool. Insane. Trump tried to claim that he believes the intel agencies and then the lights went off. It's like even electricity is tired of, tired of Trump's bullshit. It was just like, no. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if one day Trump just starts floating because gravity's like, enough of this, I'm out, I'm out. I can't deal with this guy. Or you know what, maybe, maybe it's something more simple. Maybe in the White House, instead of clapping, you just lie to activate the lights. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, so when Trump wants a midnight snack, he just shouts, no collusion, make a snack. Yum, 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 yum. All right, time to turn the lights off. I love you, Eric. There we go. Okay, so, so just like Trump's presidency, today's press event got off to a horrible start. I've said this many times, I accept our intelligent community's conclusion that Russia's meddling in the 2016 election took place. Could be other people also. Uh, there's a lot of people out there. That's right. I mean, there's, there's Bob and there's Sarah and there's Mikey and, and Bruce Springsteen, so many other people out there. What are you doing? All Trump had to say was that he believes Russia meddled in the election, full stop. That's all he had to say. But he can't help himself. Like, it's actually impressive how stubborn Donald Trump is. Like, I would love to see Trump trying to get into heaven. You know, Peter would be like, to enter, all you need do is accept Jesus as the one true savior. And he'd be like, I believe Jesus is the one true savior. I mean, could be other saviors also. <laughs> like, what about the fat dude? Ariana Grande said God is a woman. You never know, you never know. But okay, okay, President Trump now says he believes American intelligence that Russia meddled in the 2016 election. Great. The problem is, just 24 hours ago, he repeatedly said the exact opposite. Would you now, with the whole world watching, tell President Putin, would you denounce what happened in 2016, and would you warn him to never do it again? All I can do is ask the question. My 
people came to me, Dan Coates came to me and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. Uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today. Ah, uh, feels like yesterday. <laughs> so that was Trump being crystal clear about how he believed Russia over the US. Because you heard, he said when it came to hacking, I don't know why it would be Russia, would be. Right. Then he flies back to America, and all of a sudden that's changed. How do you convince people that one flight changed your mind completely? Well, the answer is not like this. I thought it would be obvious, but I would like to clarify just in case it wasn't. In a key sentence in my remarks, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't or why it wouldn't be Russia. So just to repeat it, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. Oh, you, you know what? No, you know what? That, that makes sense. I, I actually believe Trump on this. And, and I, hold on, sorry, let me just check my notes. Uh, sorry, what I meant to say was, get the f out of here, man. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Are you serious? The president and his team had 24 hours, 24 hours to come up with a reason why Trump took Russia's side against America. And the best they could come up with is, nah-ah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but can you imagine if you tried that at a casino? Oh, no, no, wait, let me clarify. By black, I meant red, yes. <laughs> so bitch better have my money. <laughs> and, and for me, and for me, this was the ballsiest part. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be Russia. Sort of a double negative. So you can put that in, and I think that probably clarifies things pretty good by itself. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Mr. President. That was a double negative. You f***ed up yesterday, and now you f***ed up today. That's true. You can't just tell us to put in words to correct the statement that you clearly meant. Because you realize we could fix anything that you've said by changing the right words. Just change a few words. You could be like, Mexicans, they're bringing therapists. Therapists. I forgot the the, folks. That's all. So... So that's how... So that's how Trump tried to clean up his mess. And believe it or not, already we're seeing some Republican leaders say that that was enough for them. Yeah. Because I know Trump said the bad thing, but now he added an apostrophe T. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it works. Now I'm just waiting for Papa John to come out and be like, me too, guys. I said negint. <laughs> Who wants pizza? We'll be right back. Some news stories help us understand the world we live in. And some news stories are just stupid. For those, we turn to Ronnie Chang. Thanks, Trevor. Everyone always says they want to be rich, but be careful what you wish for, because sometimes you can get so rich, you start doing dumb shit like this. Silicon Valley is famous for its eccentric homes and outlandish property values, but the newest status symbol in the neighborhood 
is the chicken coop. Scott Vanderlip's chickens make themselves right at home. Are you going to come in the house? The software engineer believes he's found the perfect antidote to computers and code and has the big data to prove he's not alone. There are thousands, maybe 10,000 chicken coops in Silicon Valley. I mean, there, there, 10, there, there are a lot of coops. That's right. Silicon Valley millionaires are adopting chickens as pets. Because what do you get the person who has everything? Mm, how about bird flu? <laughs> it's like they're so rich and comfortable, the only thing left to do is pretend to be poor. <laughs> and if that's true, why stop at poultry farmer cosplay? Why not try donating your plasma for a can of soup? Or, I don't know, cleaning windshields at traffic lights? Or being a public school teacher? You know, poor people stuff. Probably wondering, what do you even do with a pet chicken? Turns out, nothing. The birds sometimes get a break from eating bugs with treats like melons and salmon. Caring for the chickens is a family affair. Justin and I, like, we will come home in the evening after a stressful day at work and pull up our chairs and just like sit here and watch the chickens go crazy. Yeah, I don't think the chickens are the ones going crazy, all right? You're the ones drinking wine and watching birds poop on your lawn like it's Shakespeare in the park. You're Silicon Valley, what are you doing? You gave the world YouTube and Netflix, remember? You can't invite people over to chicken and chill. <laughs> and it turns out these people don't even care about the animals, they're just showing off. For the Valley's growing community of backyard farmers, the investment in heritage birds pays off in a status symbol of sorts. Colorful eggs that can be given as gifts to friends. Yeah, what a great gift. I love when I'm having a Super Bowl party and my rich friend brings over raw, pale green eggs. Even the chickens must be like, what are you doing? Those came out of my chicken pussy and now you're handing them out like Cuban cigars? Listen, if rich people want to own chickens like third world farmers, whatever, right? The problem is when rich people pretend to be poor, they're still spending way too much money doing it. Online, companies are hatching plans for do-it-yourselfers to build stylish backyard coops. I built this, this coop especially for them. Laura Menard's custom-built chicken coops have antique stained glass windows and detailing added by a master carpenter. Do you think your chickens are happier in there than they might be in some well, simpler coop? Uh, no, I don't think they care. You don't think they care. I know they don't care, right? They're chickens. Oh, and by the way, if you're thinking about getting into this new chicken craze, I got some bad news. You're already too late. I always tell people chickens are actually just the gateway drug to beekeeping. Beekeeping is the new thing, you know. Are you suggesting that sometime soon somebody's going to say to me, ah, backyard chickens, that's so 2018. Exactly. That's Silicon Valley for you. Hey, you just bought that new thing? Boom, it's obsolete. You like chickens? Well, f you, it's bees now. But you know what, Trevor? I see what's happening here, okay? We're just going further down the evolutionary chain. That's why I've already invested in the next, next trendy pet, all right? I'm talking about leeches! That's right, Silicon Valley. Make I one of these guys and suck it! Tony Chang, everyone, we'll be right back.
guest tonight is a multi-platinum selling recording artist whose new album is called Rolling Papers 2. Please welcome Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> Welcome to the show. What's up, dude? <laughs> this is the second time. So the, you, 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 I met you backstage now. Yeah. And I got high just meeting you. That's awesome. And I'm not joking, this is the second time. There was one time I was flying out of LA and you were ahead of me in the TSA line. Okay. And you had to like take everything off. You had like hoodies and all that and you were like yeah. taking it all off and I'm standing behind you. Yeah. And it smelled like every Snoop Dogg album. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I remember on that, I was like, oh, I'm high. And this is like the second time. Is this like, you, you do this everywhere you go? You inspire yeah, people? Yeah, well, I want people to get, I want you to get stoned for right. free. You know what I'm I saying? Like exactly. I like that. So it's, I'm the homie, you know right. what I mean? Humanitarian. Yeah. That's who Wiz Khalifa <laughs> is. <laughs> uh, let, let, before, before we get into the weed, let's talk about the album, though. Uh, yeah. Rolling Papers 2. Um, 25 songs on the album. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a lot of songs. Is that something you always planned? Why did you want to have 25 songs on the album? Um, I've been working on this album for like three, close to four years. Right. And early in the process, I asked my fans, like, should I make it a double album or not? And they all told me that I should make it a double album. So it was always my intention to release a lot of music. Right. I just had to figure out a way to make it flow and a way to, you know, put it all together. But yeah, I definitely wanted to give people a full course meal. Right, and when, when like when you, is this like weed talk now? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Why well, just ate a turkey burger? So, you, know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you announced the album, right? You 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 had the release date on Instagram and everything, and you had a video of you bowling, saying, "I'm good at everything." Yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah. Are you a better rapper or bowler? Well, I think I'm a better rapper than a bowler because I've got better rap stats, but I haven't had a perfect bowling game yet. Okay. So I'm okay. almost there. Oh, but you good though. Oh yeah, my high score is like 280 something. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Have, you got, have you got your own bowling shoes? I got shoes, ball, we got shirts, we got a team. It's lit. <laughs> and do you bowl high? Stoned? Yeah. No, I genuinely just want to know. I'm like. You don't want to see me bowl sober. Oh, oh, yeah. so like your talent comes from the. Okay. From the pot? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's, been, it's been seven years since your, your first studio album, Rolling Papers. Why has it taken so long? Uh, well, I've just been growing, growing pot. <laughs> 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 but uh, for real, for real, like, I have a really extensive catalog. Right. It's really, really long. So I've been just, you know, satisfying everybody on every... I'm with you, right. You know what I mean? And now I'm back with another album where it's like, okay, let's... Let's get back to, and then create another 10, 15 years of legacy. And people think you're joking about growing pot, but mm -hmm. uh, you, you are really big into the legalization of weed. Absolutely. You have a business, Khalifa Kush. Yes, sir. Right? Um, how, how is the weed business going? Is it as booming as people say it is? Absolutely. It's really good, and it's, <laughs> it's super cool because um, people are not as afraid of pot as they used to be. Right. So it's like they, they ingest it in different ways. They eat it, it's cream, it's like CBD where they've taken the THC, which got you stoned. <laughs> they, took that, they took that out. 
And now you can just enjoy the medicinal effects right. of it as well. So you have a choice. Have you found like people reacting differently? Because I mean, like like you say, people used to have this idea of like rappers and weed. It was mm-hmm. like this thing, or or you know, like it was like the hippies that mm-hmm. smoked the right. weed. Have you like met people who've changed? Like you've seen a perception Absolutely, change? Absolutely, man. And it's crazy because these are people who probably not never thought that they could change their mind about right. it. But just like you said, it's it's a totally different look. And now getting stoned is more like on the low. It's more business people. Um, you'll see people hitting G pens and doing edibles at parties, like really upscale parties and things like that. So it's like a glass of wine now. Oh, I like that. Yeah. You, you, would you? Would so you I had some wine in the back. Yeah. Would you? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> as a father, as a father. <laughs> <laughs> As a as a dad, would you let your kids smoke weed? When he gets to the legal age, absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Does he know you smoke weed? Absolutely. <laughs> how, do, how does he know? Like it's you... hard not to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, before I let you go, I wanted to talk to you about um, your body. Yeah. The. Um, no, this this became a big thing online. You know, mm. Wiz Khalifa was always known for being like this scraggly dude, like you were really tall, six mm. foot four, I yeah. think, really really skinny. Mm. We'd always see you with your top off, and then one day there's a picture of you on the internet, and it looked like someone had photoshopped buffness onto <laughs> you. No, but you like you started working out. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put on what thirty pounds? Thirty pounds, absolutely. You look like you work out too, man. No, I just eat. <laughs> Kind of like this in that suit, though, man. How did you get 30 pounds on you? What did you like? What did you do? And how did you just get into working out? I joined a gym in LA. It's called Unbreakable. Right. They put me on a meal plan and diet and all of that stuff, and they really got me to a point where I could maintain a a solid weight and then you know learn about my body and things like that. And I started training Muay Thai as well, which is uh, Thailand kickboxing. Right. Right. But there's plenty forms of it. Everybody has different. But it's like, um, you know, those two, the combination together, I've been doing it for a year. And that's the cool thing about the internet is uh, people don't pay attention to anything. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's under the radar right. and like one day, I'm like, you know what I mean? So it was cool, man. I'm, I'm just happy that everybody's happy for me. And it's a lifestyle thing. So it's something that I'm gonna do like for the rest of my life. So the new album is out. Uh, are we gonna wait another seven years for the next one? <laughs> do we know, is it like, is it gonna be Khalifa Kush all the way and then an album? Or do you see yourself on the road writing something new? I see myself making a whole lot of music. I have a label, Taylor Gang, and right. I have a lot of artists that I focus on as well. Chevy Woods just put out a project called 81. We just signed Skate. Uh, we got a bunch of other people who's been working on music. Burner, Tukey. We got producers like TM and things like that. So just as long as the music is getting out there, it doesn't even matter if it's one of my albums. Like Just as long as people get stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling Papers 2 is available now. And the Days and Confuse or the Days and Blaze Tour kicks off July 21st. Where's Khalifa, everybody? The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.